All right, Dan. All right. Should we start the show? We can start the show. It's what time it's all about. for the Weasley's Wizarding Twin Cast Daniel Track, Episode Four. <laughs> We're, now we got some good content. Okay. Yeah, this is. Uh, it's picking up. It's picking up. Picking up. I'm, I, and I, I will be honest. I, I bled into Chapter Twelve just a little bit. I was just oh. so like involved, and then. I know. Uh, I you know it's okay. It'll be okay. Yeah. Then Bryn's like. How many chapters are you supposed to read or listen to? I guess and I was like, "Oh, oh shit! Like, let me let she me look." <laughs> and I was well, like, oh, "And we already did we're like ten minutes into twelve. I had to so, upgrade yeah. David too. He's so needless to say, ago. though, that I'll be ready for next session, like tonight. <laughs> I will start today's podcast by announcing that David finally remembered the name of the book. <laughs> How did he? listen to it without remembering it that's he, it's I on think your he, like, phone knew the name of the book he just never occurred to him to like incorporate the fact that there is and must be a sorcerer's stone oh right oh, into like the plot of the story yes yeah. <laughs> classic cliche when they say the movie's title in the movie you're like ah there it is like got it yes but they actually haven't said it in the book yet no no i think that's so, something to look forward he to. thought of that all by himself wow so proud I know. Hey, I'm proud. So should we start off at chapter eight? We yes. have, we are not fully in Hogwarts. Chapter eight is called the potions master. And um, we meet the potions master slowly learning the layout of Hogwarts. It's hard. There are 142 staircases. Sometimes they lead somewhere different on a Friday. Some with a vanishing step halfway up that you have to remember to jump. So we walk around. Uh, we notice that the people in the portraits go around and visit each other wouldn't you i mean yeah you know if i'm if the essence of me is in a portrait <laughs> it's my personality <laughs> we get ghosts just being ghosties little nearly headless nick super helpful to the gryffindors but peeves is just like full of tricks a pet peeve hmm. mm. something there something mm-hmm. there perhaps <laughs> but even worse than peeves if that was possible was the caretaker argus filch He's got a cat, Mrs. Norris. Yeah, he doesn't like anything but that cat. And I think he tolerates Snape, but we'll get there. Yep, yep. The cat will patrol the corridors, much like a hall monitor. Uh, Filch knew the secret passageways of the school better than anyone except the Weasley twins. Of course, troublemakers. Out of honor, in honor to this podcast, we will point out every time the Weasley twins are mentioned. Absolutely. Professor Bins had been very old indeed when he had fallen asleep in front of the staff room fire and got up the next morning to teach, leaving his body behind him. <laughs> he droned on and on while they scribbled down the names and dates and got Emmerich the evil and Eric the oddball mixed That's up. That's like straight up how he died. Yeah, he and just, then, yeah, he it was just like he died. And then he goes, just, yep. Because it's Hogwarts. <laughs> yep. Nice. Uh, we get Flitwick, the charms teacher, a tiny little wizard. When does he retire? <laughs> Bro. He's never a ghost. What are you talking about? <laughs> Nearly had this Nick has been around since beheading was a thing. Right. Things. Yes. Uh, Professor McGonagall, strict and clever. She teaches transfiguration. Mm-hmm. Change her desk into a pig and back. It's fun. Yes. Yeah. They don't get to change furniture in animals, though, because they just tr- there's st- you start small. OK, you're mm-hmm. only first years. You're 11. 
you're given a match and you have to turn it into a needle. So it's like very slight. Yeah. No one has any progress with this except for Hermione. Right. Then we go to Defense Against the Dark Hearts. Uh, Quirrell reeks of garlic. <laughs> and again, the twins have a theory. They say that his, his turban is full of garlic because he's afraid of vampires. Yeah. It says Harry was very relieved to find out that he wasn't miles behind everyone else. Lots of people had come from muggle families and like him, hadn't had any idea that they were witches and wizards. There's so much to learn that even people like Ron didn't have much of a head start. Yeah. Then we get to the namesake, double potions. They go, they go to double potions with the Slytherins and they meet officially Snape in his teaching capacity as the head of Slytherin house. And right. he's all, they're kind of nervous. He's going to favor Slytherin and they are correct. Yes. Snape didn't dislike Harry. He hated him. <laughs> Ask him a bunch of questions that he does not know the answer to. Harry just keeps saying, I don't know. I don't know, sir. And he just shames him ruthlessly. What do you, what do you make of this Snape and Harry interaction? Uh, yeah. So this is, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like a bigger Draco, right? So it's, it's just another Slytherin guy, except mm. obviously he's like the head of the house or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure he had a, the, vengeance or something with the potters back when they were in school too i I would guess and i don't know i i think uh just the rivalry alone is enough said but then because he's in gryffindor and supposed to be a really good wizard it's it's more enhanced um yeah it's it's odd for a teacher to hate a student so much without like the student doing much yeah like this is their <laughs> usually first class teachers right? you know from my muggle world you're given <laughs> sass and not turning in your assignments on time mm-hmm. and, uh distracting other students and all of that mm-hmm. but as far as the book goes harry's just doing everything he should be and and getting just obliterated um, snape literally says the words idiot boy oh wait he says right. that to neville but he's like not shy about like yeah yeah verbally insulting a student Poor neville but it's so okay so your theory is that snape knew the potters and has like a beef that's like lived on that would be my guess um because otherwise like what what provides the target outside of him you know it could be a jealousy thing or it could be you know we had this baseball coach in high school um and i didn't play baseball but people mm-hmm. thought he was pretty pretty ruthless on the kids mm-hmm. and uh you know I don't know if you went to call them idiots or anything. I, I didn't play on his team, but mm-hmm. apparently wasn't very kindly motivating. He was, he I was see. very much like emphasis on the criticism for constructive mm. criticism. So it could be like, just you know, like it a could not be, ideal teaching methods. Yeah. Or, or just, he realizes his potential. So he wants Harry to want it as well, but it, I think the okay. rivalry steps yeah. in the way of that. So that's why I think he's just got beef because he's got beef with the Potters or something. Mm. But Well, do you think he's beef with Neville? <laughs> I just think Neville's um, an easy target. <laughs> I, oh, I Neville. Hate to say it, but yeah, I don't, I feel bad for him. I'm not saying I would target him too, but no. um, yeah, I think that's, that could just be what that is. And Snape could just be a dick too. Who knows? <laughs> Right. 
Well, Neville basically injures himself and threatens people around him <laughs> with his mistakes because he gets boils all over his nose and That's he's right. the hospital wing. That's when he gets called <laughs> an idiot. Um, yeah. and then he, but then Snape probably blames Harry. He's like, oh, you probably told him not to put the quills in because you thought you'd look better if he got it wrong, did you? He takes points from Gryffindor. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I feel like the teachers don't, know the kids background where like the, the the friends or other students do too so i don't know if you have this big name step into school and everyone mm-hmm. everyone knows about harry potter then mm-hmm. maybe he's just trying to humble him maybe he's trying to be like hey right. you're not hot shit like you right. haven't done any, like, you haven't proved yourself yet so right but meanwhile harry is they're not on the same page I, no. think we could, <laughs> I think we could put it there too so that's kind of I guess those are kind of the two predictions is either they're very much not on the same page or right. he's got beef with the Potters because of the Slytherin Gryffindor rivalry. Right. Um, anyway. Okay. So then we do, then we go to, we go to tea after this because they're trying to cheer up Harry and he's agreed to go to tea. Um, so they go to Hagrid's hut for the first time and we meet. Ba 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 ba. Fang the dog. Fang. <laughs> love a dog. dog. Yeah, mm-hmm. always love a dog. Mm-hmm. Boarhound. Mm-hmm. Is that a real dog breed? The boarhound. Yeah. I'm not thinking it is. A boarhound is a Great Dane. Ah. Boarhound. Oh, it's just a great. It's like a Great Dane mastiff thing. Ah. Oh, they're good at puppy. That that is definitely with that yeah that, that would be hagrid's dog that's for sure. hagrid's dog for sure uh so we meet fang he's got a big bark but he just kisses ron in the face oh, yeah. not clearly is not as fierce as he looked um <laughs> and then harry then immediately is like i got this off my chest snape hates me and he's like rubbish why should he hate you they kind of like redirect the conversation. Hagrid's like, oh, Ron, like, how's your brother, Charlie? Yeah. Like, I liked him a lot because he was great with animals. Charlie's the one who's off battling the dragons. And of course, if you went to Hogwarts recently, he would know Hagrid. Wait, did we determine he was slaying dragons or studying dragons? Studying. Did I say slaying? Well, I didn't know studying meant the history or like live active dragons. That's fair. We don't know. They say he's in Romania. You could study their purpose. Yeah, maybe there's a good school. I don't know. Assumption I made. No, it's fine. If it doesn't have relevance, it doesn't have relevance. But I mean, whatever. Yeah, he's with. She's with dragon, or he's he's in Romania. Yeah, and then something to do with dragons, so on so forth. Hagrid gives him a shout out. Like he was always great with animals. That's like nice. Yeah. Ron told Hagrid all about Charlie's work with dragons still ambiguous <laughs> okay and then we get an update from the daily prophet this is your this is your thing yep the latest on the green gods break in this is where harry pieces together that this happened on the same day as his birthday which is the same day they went to diagon alley right and it wasn't the potter's bank fault it was the one right. that hagrid took what i think is the sorcerer's stone from he took the grubby little package yes yep. Yeah, but I know from I know from D and D and all sorts of games and and everything that there are reagents with spells, right? So like, you know, 
and I think they talk about this when in the spell book that mm-hmm. was described about, and maybe even in, po- well, it's not, po- potions are different because you're, you're actually crafting an elixir. But I, I know sometimes mm-hmm. in D&D, you're like, yeah, you have to have, you know, some pebbles from the shore of blank, like someplace. And you have to mm-hmm. have that in your hand while you're casting a spell. Like it, it's some energy related oh, I see. thing. And so uh, anyway, so if it was in a grubby little bag, it, that describes to me that it's handheld. Um, and could just be a reagent for some spell. Okay. But so anyway. you think this is an item that people would aspire to retrieve? Well, here's where I'm going with this. Yes, Go ahead. exactly. Go. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you just hit it on the head, right? Like, <laughs> someone's going to steal it. It has value. Okay. Yeah, what is it has that value? value? Right? If it's mm-hmm. in a grubby little mm-hmm. bag, it doesn't look mm-hmm. like it has value. Mm-hmm. Um, but that said, if, if, you don't want it in someone else's hands. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if someone's powerful enough to break in to the Gringotts vault Gringotts. and mm-hmm. get out. Um, right, they, they got clear. out. Which we yeah, made sorry. such Maybe a I'm fuss. Jumping, but... No, you're right. Oh, yeah, they... we knew this. Okay. Yeah, we knew this right now is when we knew this. <laughs> yeah. So if They're someone like... had enough power mm-hmm. and magical power, I guess widely believed to be the work of dark wizards or witches unknown. Then I think my prediction is on point. I think it's a reagent, but I'm love just, this. Uh, just, uh, just love these perspectives. It's definitely unique to hear you guys be like, "Oh, well, based on like what I know about stones, or yeah. whatever." Like, here's the powers that they can hold. Good, good. So then we go right into chapter nine from there. We got yep. we got Harry and Ron thinking about it. Chapter nine, the midnight duel. Yeah, the midnight duel that thereof. never. Yes, that, <laughs> <laughs> that never was. Yeah uh just draco being a day this chapter was just epic like kind of all around so okay what do you remember of it um uh the flying lessons uh neville poor neville hurting mm-hmm. himself again uh breaking his mm-hmm. wrist mm-hmm. uh harry basically defending the case because draco went and mm-hmm. f- flew up the the uh not the wand the uh mm-hmm. broom mm-hmm. go through throw it in a tree be a bully whatever and Harry just kind of finds this like inner power, this from his parents. Mm-hmm. I don't know, mm-hmm. but this is, I guess, what makes him a good wizard is that you already see that he's got this power just like born, mm-hmm. born with this power. And so he, you know, out of good goes and, mm-hmm. and kind of talks smack with Draco for a little while. And he's like, well, I'm going to knock you off that broom. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm like, going to do it. I'm going to yeah. do it. So they get in a little, uh, flying fisticuffs and mm-hmm. nothing really resolves too much of it um but harry basically learns to fly and learns to fly really well mm-hmm. um almost to a fault because mm-hmm. then you know teacher comes back or miss mm-hmm. mcgonagall and he's in trouble like he's totally in trouble because yeah. they're not this is their first lesson supposed to literally not touch the brooms after Right. For this yeah. exact reason. I mean, yep. if you go up yeah, too high, like true. what did, I don't know, remember the height they were, I think they were talking like 30, 40 feet mm-hmm. like that. That's serious injury. You know, that's, that's, yep. that's bad. Yep. Um, which I, I think they're human enough. Like, yeah, they're wizards, but I think what they, as far as magic, I think they learn all of that. Right. So if they fall <laughs> from 30 or 40 feet, they're, they're still going to get hurt and die. Like, I mean, Neville proved that they'll get hurt, but well, Neville anyway. bounced from his. I think you could, What I'm saying is, I think you can. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but you can still get hurt. Mm-hmm. Case in point being, I think Harry could have cracked his neck. Anyway, instead, goes and retrieves the broom, yeah. 
mm-hmm. basically showing off without trying mm-hmm. to, uh, and then gets a walk. And then he walks to go meet the captain of the Quidditch team. Because Oliver. instead of being in trouble, yep, yes. Oliver Wood. Because right? instead of being in trouble. Instead of being in trouble, he's the all-star. He gets a he's nice the- <laughs> free free Nimbus 2000. <laughs> they brought this up a couple chapters ago about how like that's one of the hot ones on the market. Yes, in Diagon Alley, they were all looking at it. Hottest yep. on the market. Yep. Uh, yes. Let's see. But I think that was after. I think that the consequence came later, right? But yes. Um, but after the aerial duel, um, if we're respecting the title of the chapter, the midnight duel, Draco was mm-hmm. like, "All right, let's fight. Like, let's do this. Let's, let's go." Which is hilarious. Pick his favorite 11. friend. Oh, Ron's like, "I'll be your second. <laughs> yeah, I liked that quote a lot. "I'll be your second. What does second mean? Well, when you die. When like, you die. <laughs> I got your back. Like I'll, oh, I'll finish God. him off. We'll see how this ends. So, and then at this point, Harry's like, "What?" It's like, no, no, no. We're too young. We don't know anything, anyway. So it's fine. Yeah, we they're just gonna like, throw sparks at each other or whatever they said. Um, but it, you could accidentally kill each other. <laughs> yeah, right. Like with a, uh, I don't know, with a mistake. But um, so yeah, Harry and his posse kind of they roll up on the spot when they were told to, mm-hmm, and. Mm-hmm no draco set up it's a trap yep it mm-hmm. was a trap because mm-hmm. there existed the hound from hell <laughs> yeah. three-headed fluffy which we later figure out belongs to hagrid which i think is hilarious too now i don't really understand it is hilarious fluffy's purpose or what it's guarding or anything i, mm-hmm. I don't know if that was my lack of uh attention to detail or it was just Hermione would say gosh don't any of you have eyes or something like that yeah um but yeah so they encountered Fluffy and ran out uh safely back to their dorms um mm-hmm. and then yeah I don't yeah man that was a great recap I'm gonna let you do the next one too here's some okay. details that I just feel are worth mentioning Please. such as uh, yep. We get Hermione just literally staying up just to tell them off right before they leave. Yep. Like she spins the chair and it's like, yeah. where do you think you're going? <laughs> so now we got Ron, Harry, mischief. Hermione stuck outside. And then you hear a voice. Who is it? Neville. Neville from the hospital wing. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, she was here, but I couldn't remember the password. So I couldn't get in then. Then she left. Then I really couldn't get in. So I've just been napping in the hallway. Poor <laughs> Neville. So now we got our four people. I hope that, like, I love Neville. I hope this never ends for all of them. Never change, Neville. That Neville is just. Never change. Yeah. And then uh, it looked as though as Harry found out where the grubby little package from Vault 713 was. That's how this chapter ends. Oh. Oh, so that's. I, I don't know how I missed that main line. I'm going to blame the, the flight. And I was telling you about this before <laughs> the podcast even started, but I, know. I, I like flying. I like it. So I, I think looking, you guys are really going to, I think you're going to buy into like reading, reading, you know? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So now we're in chapter 10 though. Yes. Called Halloween. Mm-hmm. You don't get to see this, but we have a picture of a troll on the chapter 10 page. Oh, really? Yep. It's a real ugly troll with a big old bat. Yep. <laughs> standard troll though yeah for all the 
D and other games. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Standard. Okay. Just big Standard. and dumb. Mm-hmm. Big and dumb with a club. Usually some crap weapon that they stumbled mm-hmm. upon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, now if you didn't already know that to assume that the sorcerer's stone must have value, Ron says it. <laughs> he says for Fluffy to be guarding whatever's under the trapdoor, it's either really valuable or really dangerous. And Harry says, or both. Boom. So my prediction is still on. Let's go. It's fitting. It's fitting so far. Yep. Yep. Uh, Hermione is pissed. She's like, I'm refusing to speak to you guys because you got me caught up in this like sketchy situation the other night. <laughs> yep. And this, this is actually where Harry gets his broom. And so it's yep. just a broom and they go like, wow, a broom. And then that goes on for a couple of pages. <laughs> and then he goes to quidditch practice with it oliver teaches him how to play quidditch what do you think about this yeah i'm gonna have to re-listen <laughs> or reread the rules because then chapter 11 was i i was like pausing it asking Bryn. i was like so is that the big one that knocks people around and she's like yeah oh is that the one you score with <laughs> yeah i was like okay so what happens when you catch the snitch okay yeah okay <laughs> okay hilarious she knows all the rules i mean she knows she does yeah has she played it in person oh lord i'd pay to see that yeah that'd be great okay i mean me (laughs) me too like we should probably go to a quidditch game um okay so if i described it as sort of like basketball on broomsticks with six hoops Mm -hmm. uh combat basketball wood says to this what's basketball (laughs) that's what that's one of the explanations that harry offers to oliver so yeah you got the quaffle that's the ball you score with you got three hoops Yep. And you got these chaotic neutral bludgers. Bludgers, that that's just right. Just fly okay. around frantically. And then the twins, in this case for Gryffindor, are responsible mm-hmm. for basically constant defense, batting them away. Harry asks here if the bludgers have ever killed anyone. And Oliver says, comfortingly, never at Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's where he says, I wouldn't be surprised if you turn out better than Charlie Weasley. And he could have played for England if he hadn't gone off chasing dragons. Okay, so back to the dragons, though. <laughs> chasing them now. So they do, ex- I don't know. I'm saying they exist. I, I mean, I, people chase ghosts, though, in the muggle world. Uh, and they chase Sasquatch. People chase Bigfoot. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> people chase Bigfoot. So I mean, does that mean that it exists? I don't know. <sighs> But if they're like promoting him on being the smart guy, then you don't think he'd go chase Bigfoot. Yeah, he's kind of a jock, kind of a guy. Yeah, but also smart. Um, so then it's Halloween. Professor Flitwick does a classic. He teaches about the swish and flick. Yes. Which I'm sure you've heard. Swish and flick. Yes. Hermione's good. Hermione's good. Yeah. We're not even going to say that anymore. Seamus <laughs> got... <laughs> Touche. But this is where Ron and Hermione get paired together. Uh, Seamus got so impatient that he prodded it with his wand and set fire to it. Uh, this is the feather that they're just supposed to make float. Right. And Harry had to put out the fire with his hat. Uh, we get the classic, you're saying it wrong. Harry heard her mind snap. It's not Levios. I don't remember. That's from Guardian, the movie. Leviosa. Oh, yeah. Not Leviosa. <laughs> exactly. Which Ron is pissed about. Yeah, that's going to be important. It's going to be important just in a few pages. Just a, just a moment. Uh, Ron then gets the nasties and he says, 
it's a no one it's no wonder no one can stand her she's a nightmare honestly and then they noticed that she had heard him and she went off and she cried in the yep. girls bathroom gotta go apologize well but there's no time because now professor quirrell comes sprinting in and he gasps troll in the dungeons thought you ought to know and then he fainted they see they notice snape does something unusual he doesn't go the same way as all the other professors go that's right uses this as his opportunity (laughs) he crossed the corridor and disappeared from view harry questions what he's doing why isn't he following the rest of the teachers and then harry notices that he's heading for the third floor so they follow him that's right follow him until they can smell something foul (laughs) yeah this thing is big and ugly this is not yep. we know there's teachers around but no it's up to them alone to solve this problem <laughs> so he's harry at one point is all like conf- he yells to ron confuse it and he like throws like a sink at the yep. troll <laughs> ron calls him pea brain and he throws a metal pipe at it mm-hmm. and then he turns to ron and then harry runs and he like jumps up on him and he sticks his wand up his nose, up his nose yep and yep. then he's all like, whoa, whoa. And then he holds this bat, his like little bat thing above his head. And then Ron with Guardian Leviosa's it. Boom. Boom. It falls and concusses the troll. And he couldn't falls move. down. He couldn't move. Now, this happens a lot in stories and in movies. But, you know, we've seen people get concussed in football. Are people like passed out and they later come to and they're just okay? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. And here's a little aside. Um, there was that crazy game when we were middle school, high school. I remember David, this happened in his math class. Um, they his would choke class. each other until <gasps> they passed out. Remember? And no. Then, yeah, you you'd like kidding? choke someone until you pass out. And then it's like funny. And I don't really know why, but Daniel, yeah. What? Yeah, you wouldn't choke them until they died, but they'd choke them until they're unconscious. You know, no, I've never heard this before. Are you kidding? Really? Me? I can't this happened to you in well, middle school? In it didn't happen to me. I mean, it well, happened in Winona. Yeah, it happened in oh, middle Jesus school. Christ. It happened in high school, too. Yeah. Yep. It was like a whole Dan. thing. Like, you volunteered to do it. I mean, it's not just some kid, like, I choking hope you, you until nev- you pass out. You never did. I never did that. No. David never did. No, this is like a whole thing. I feel like I remember this on the news too, because uh, they, they talked about like, hey, this is like a bad, this, like if people were doing this on brain TikTok, damage. Yeah, it's literally oxygen, cutting right? off. Oxy- oh God, you need yeah. oxygen in your brain. Your brain needs oxygen. Then they'd be in class afterwards. Like they'd pass out briefly, um, not for a mm-hmm. while, but briefly. And then they'd wake back up and learn. I, guess. So I mean, those kids like weren't learning. Fainting, but- <laughs> that feels like fainting. That's like a... No, like you. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, if you get knocked in the head, though. Like a yeah, you're truly like I'm talking like the bad guy. You know when they like knock someone like a trash can or something like whack from the back and they go and they fall down. Yeah. Hmm. That's that happen to people. I don't think I've ever seen anyone rebound from like a knockout. I guess you're right. Yeah, that's more of like forced fainting. Because you can do that, like that's how people faint at concerts or church or whatever. They're standing with their knees locked and right. Sudden, Actually, poof. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm just okay. That's a good really point. That's worth the this. research. Yeah, I have no idea. So troll gets knocked out. Yep. Uh, and they're kind of briefly grossed out about the troll boogers that are on Harry's wand, which I think is funny. Yes. And gross. I feel like so, that's one of those moments I remember from probably being young. And watching the movie 
because it was like, so yeah. gross. We were like, ew, yeah. yeah. No, I remember it too. I wish yeah. I couldn't. Um, all right, who comes in first? So a moment later, Professor McGonagall had come bursting into the room, closely followed by Snape, with Quirrell bringing up the rear. Quirrell took one look at the troll and let out a faint whimper, whimper and quickly sat down on a toilet, clutching his heart. <laughs> Snape bent over the troll. McGonagall was looking at Ron and Harry, and Harry had never seen her look so angry. She's like, I literally just bought you a fucking broom, guy. Like, my right. guy, are you going to get expelled now? Uh, yep. <laughs> you know what? JK makes this joke for me. She says, hopes of winning 50 points through Gryffindor faded quickly from Harry's mind. <laughs> and then she says, what on earth were you thinking? And then we get Hermione sticking up for the team here. Some would say unnecessarily, <laughs> you know? Yeah, she's like, that's fair. She's like, oh, I went looking for the troll. But I got overwhelmed and they came and saved me. It's actually worse look for her than just yes, saying like, yeah, I was true. in the bathroom and you all adults forgot to check the bathrooms and therefore I didn't know there was a troll and therefore they came to save me because none of y'all thought of it. True. Yeah. You know, like they wouldn't Good be with in her trouble words, either yeah. way. I know. But because she put out this excuse on behalf of the team, she was then accepted. Pretty much. But from that moment on, Hermione Granger became their friend. Yes. There are some things you can't share without ending up liking each other and knocking out a 12-foot mountain troll is one of them. Full stop. New chapter. <laughs> yep. Chapter 11, Quidditch. As they entered November, like we are now, the weather turned very cold. Ba-ba-ba-bam. <laughs> that just felt relevant to me right now. True. As it's snowing on your drive home. Yeah, so there's a, there's a Quidditch game. I mean, yeah. To, but but <laughs> how much of that can we talk about aside from like the point differential and then and then Snape? I know. There. So tell me first about the point differential and then tell me about Snape. Well, um, trying to remember exactly how much you need to win. The game stops when the snitch is caught. Oh, that's right. Okay, so there's not like mm-hmm. a cap on points. But yeah, it's not a time it thing. Stops. Mm-hmm. So you can technically lose if you catch the snitch and you're behind by a lot. Yeah. By, yeah, you'd have to be because it's ten points for the yeah. Cool. Okay, yeah. So you'd have to be behind by, and then it's one hundred and twenty for the snitch. One hundred fifty. One hundred fifty. Yeah, you'd have mm-hmm. to be significantly behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we can talk about significant plays being the final one. I mean, that's mm-hmm. pretty much what does it. I don't know how much detail we want to go into, but mm-hmm. I, it, he caught it in his mouth. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and then obviously prior to that the the broom going a little wonky uh a little wonky hermione hermione grabbing the binoculars and looking Mm -hmm. around um and all of a sudden saw snape doing Mm kind of out of the ordinary not just watching the event but Mm. yeah so then you know harry catches the snitch game over whatever gryffindor wins huge success it's that's one of the big takeaways that i learned is quidditch is actually huge for the the overall points too yeah man quidditch that's McGonagall is invested literally yeah. financially in this win so yeah definitely so mm-hmm. it's it's a big deal um really cool detail in the in the chapter and kind of going through kind of walking you through the game and how it functions and the, the dangers of it um mm-hmm. the crowd the mm-hmm kind of just the setting overall was really nice um but yeah even after winning i think this was the second tea party uh mm-hmm. where they kind of mentioned hey snape was uh he was screwing with us like he 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 was doing something and harry's broom wasn't flying right and i think not to make correlation causation but it was <laughs> it was 
pretty well, suspect. Hermione says, I know a jinx when I see one. Yeah. But Hagrid's adamant, like, he's Why not going to kill a student, which he says very bluntly. Yeah. Which does put that in perspective. True. I don't know how that would have resulted if Harry's <laughs> abilities weren't up to par, weren't up to snuff. Because mm. didn't he deep dive at the very end? Is that mm-hmm. kind of what, the, what happened yep. there? And then yep. Snitch was in his mouth and yep. he was unharmed. Um, but then that also led to, in the same conversation, I believe it led to Harry mentioning that Snape went to take a visit to Fluffy, which yes, um, Hagrid he... was also very intrigued to hear about. Yes. He said, I'm telling you, you, you're wrong, said Hagrid hotly. I don't know why Harry's broom acted like that, but Snape wouldn't try to kill a student. Now listen to me, all three of you. You're meddling in things that don't concern you. It's dangerous. You forget that dog and you forget what it's guarding. That's between Professor Dumbledore and Nicholas Flamel. Aha, said Harry. So there's someone called Nicholas Flamel. Yep. He says nothing. He just looked furious with himself. And that's how the chapter ends. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I, I jumped ahead a couple minutes, but <laughs> I I mean, I get it. Must have just been zoned and I missed yeah. the whole like chapter 12. Chapter the mirror 12. Of, yeah. Mm-hmm. So definitely stoked to see where this goes. Um, Cause now they're talking about important things, mm-hmm. you know, Hagrid's like, Hey kids don't. And they're kids. So they're like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> do it for sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, what do you, what do we think here? Like Hagrid's like, he's a professor here at Hogwarts. Literally. Why would he be trying to murder someone? Yeah. And then the kids are like, but he, we saw him doing it. And what do you right. think of when Harry originally discovers this? Because uh, we glossed over the Harry discovers why he the thinks, injury. yes, why he thinks Snape was around. Yeah, Fluffy so wasn't Snape chatting with uh, Finch? Filch, yes. Filch, Finch. Yep, yep. Another. He went down to get his book back. Yeah. Venturing off in the castle by himself to the staff room as if they all just like live in the staff room at night. Uh-huh. And then he... Uh, peeks in there and it's Snape talking to Filch and his leg is all mangled yep and he says how am I supposed to keep my eyes on all three of them or something like yeah from trying to go jinx Harry's room to you know making fun of Harry uh, targeting him in class doing all that it's definitely worth paying attention to all of these details so Mm -hmm. but I have my predictions um, with Snape knowing the Potters or just thinking he's I just don't think, um, I don't think after trying to effectively kill Harry Potter, uh, like during the Quidditch match, that that it would be um, insignificant as a kid in a school being humbled. I really, I have a hard time thinking that, mm. especially from a teacher's point of view, right? You mm-hmm. know, if, if kids are like, hey, we're getting this new kid in school, he's from this really nice school he's really good at football or something mm-hmm. and like maybe the kids would humble that kid mm-hmm. um through their means but i don't think you know teachers are my age now like <laughs> they're, they're just yeah. they don't care <laughs> so yeah. there's something more and that's that's why i brought the potters into it earlier i see I just, and and the rivalry overall do um, we get a do we get a shout out for hermione um like neutralizing the situation <laughs> she like ran over there and put set a fake fire to like distract him ah uh, maybe i don't remember that lauren okay i'm gonna read this Uh-oh. passage too 
So uh, before Ron could say another word, Hermione had disappeared. Ron turned the binoculars back on Harry. His broom was vibrating so hard it was almost impossible for him to hang on any longer. The whole crowd was on its feet, watching terrified as the Weasleys flew up to try to pull Harry safely onto one of their brooms. Smart. Smart twins. Yep. Uh, But it was no good. Every time they got near him, the broom would jump higher still. They dropped lower and circled beneath him, instead hoping to catch him if he fell. Marcus Flint, meanwhile, seized the quaffle and scored five times without anyone noticing. That's right. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Hermione fought her way across to the stand where Snape stood and was now racing oh, along yeah, the road behind that's him. Right. Yep. She didn't even stop this. to say sorry as she knocked Professor Quirrell headfirst into the row in front. Reaching Snape, she crouched down, pulled out her wand, and whispered a few well-chosen words. Bright blue flame shot out of her wand onto the hem of Snape's robes. It yep. took 30 seconds for Snape to realize that he was on fire. A sudden mm-hmm. yelp told her he had, she had done her job. And then she, I like this part, scooping the fire off him into a little jar in her pocket, she scrambled back along the row. I like the, like scooping fire that. is like a yeah, yeah, it's funny. Magic I thing. even remember that from the movie, I think, too. That's right. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Man, good thing she's on their side now because she's genius. Yeah. She's, she's witty. She's... She's everything that they aren't. <laughs> I know. So Harry's just good, natural, mm-hmm. like you said earlier. Mm-hmm. And uh Ron's a at this point a kind of a sidekick for both of them. So mm-hmm. see where where all that goes in the future. But so chapter twelve. Progression looks oh, like. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I was done. So chapter twelve is the mirror of Arised, right? How far did you get in there? Have you seen the mirror yet? No, no, okay. I haven't. Um, cool. I want to say I remember a mirror from the movie, but I, I think I'd be lying. I remember the invisibility cloak, if mm. that's related. I forget. Well, okay, I, I think the invisibility, I think the cloak, was that a Christmas gift or something? Because I do, what I did reach is that he's spending Christmas. Draco was trying to bully him. Um, yes. he's spending Christmas at Hogwarts. Like you don't have anyone to go back to. He's like, this is actually going to be really fun. Yeah, yeah this okay. is where he, they established that he's going to stay there for the winter break. Yeah. yeah, which Draco's like trying to bully him, and he's like, "No, dude, it's going to be sweet." <laughs> he's like, "Actually, this is way better than going home. <laughs> way better than going home." And the like, Weasleys are like the Weasleys, staying. Yep. Yeah, they're like staying yep. around too because mom and dad are, are like going, going to, to visit, visit Charlie. Char- Charlie again. Yep. <laughs> yeah charlie's a big hit i wonder if he comes back what a guy i know i want to meet him you know i want to meet his character i know i know what a a stud well i was telling steven i was like it's just so fun because like i knew exactly what happened in this book i knew exactly what happened in the book two and i started getting fuzzy on book three and so it's fun to have you guys you don't even know what happens in book one i honestly genuinely don't remember what happens at the end of this book i have no clue i forget like i remember seeing the three-headed dog in the movie sure and i remember like the invisibility cloak and they were sneaking around somewhere trying to avoid someone like Mm -hmm. but i really i don't remember the plot (laughs) or or even how it carries on right because Mm -hmm. then you have this then you have this difference between the sorcerer's stone and the chamber of secrets okay Mm -hmm. I don't know how that that gap is bridged at all from going from what I think is a stone that's a reagent for some powerful spell, which is why I think 
maybe someone like someone powerful being Voldemort might want it. Mm-hmm. He might be one of the few that are even able to steal the stone out of the bank. But mm-hmm. then like, how does that translate over to there's a snake in the basement? Like, I have no <laughs> idea. Like, I have no fucking clue. Oh, so mad. And we might get to that point and I might be like, ah, light bulb moment. Like I remember, but genuinely today, right now, I have, I have no idea. Yeah, those like those pieces that you guys had expressed coming together. And then like the later books, it's just like you just really know nothing. Yeah. Like truly nothing. That's that's what I'm excited for too. Yeah, remind me what you think happens at the very end. Um well, I mean, ultimately I think Voldemort's destroyed if it's any sort of series uh regarding the the guy. Um I remember there was a guy standing in New York City or something with a sign that said Harry dies, but I don't remember if that was like a theory or real or he gets resurrected or not. Uh, I think he doesn't die permanently. Um, I think Dumbledore dies, but he's also old as fuck. So <laughs> um, I I don't know, but you don't know the plot until that point. So I don't know what causes all of that to happen. Um mm-hmm but I imagine there's some sort of final battle uh, like any good series would end in and there's tragedy, but there's also hope and, you know, so I I think that's pretty much what I know. Um, You know, there, Mm -hmm. cause I, I don't definitely know anything I just said. Um, That's what I think I know. Yeah but okay uh, hyped 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 okay you yeah, tell me I mean, when you're ready bro i yeah i mean as early as tomorrow night probably all right love you bro safe travels we'll Thank talk you. while you're in florida sounds great all right bye. Bye.